0: Episode 181, Andrew Eisen here, still kicking. Some of you have been asking about Zachary, I emailed him, haven't heard back, so hopefully he's doing well, but uh, no information on that front. Um, And today, today, is March 14th, which means it's a friend of mine's birthday, so birthday shout out, happy birthday Kalina. There, I'm a good friend. So, uh, I played no new video games this week because it's a uh, busy week, but I have been following the news a bit, and of course, excuse me for a moment, <sighs> and of course, the news that inundates the airwaves, that's on every news program, that's on ev- that's on the header of every single Uh, news website that everyone's talking about, that every hashtag is referring to, is of course the thing we're all sick of hearing about, the thing we're all sick of talking about, but I'm gonna talk about it anyway, of course, Lego Mario. So, uh, Matthew asks, how do I like working from home? I don't like working from home because my video games are at home and I'm easily distracted, so. Uh, Matthew says, "I assume your company is doing work from home. It is, yes. Uh, it's by discretion, though. It's not forced. Uh, I don't know about I don't know about Dallas, and I don't know about Toronto um, uh, for for the headquartered locations. Uh, but in San Diego, it's um, at your discretion. We we and IT all have." <clears throat> the ability and the permission to work remotely, um, and if everyone works remotely, I get the office to myself. So, um, anyway, uh, Lego Mario, uh, Lego teased uh, and Nintendo teased they were gonna have a Lego Mario. And then a few days later, they released 53 seconds of awesome trailer showing off a Lego playset with Mario. So, what makes this thing interesting, rather than just, it's a Mario minifig, and a Goomba minifig, and a Koopa Troopa minifig, and some mushrooms and stuff, is the playsets appear to be uh. (laughs) intended to make a Super Mario level that you navigate your little Mario fit, well, it's actually a fairly large figure, through. And the unique thing is the Mario figurine has a screen in its chest, which extends up through its mouth and eyes. Uh, So when its batteries are working, uh, your Mario smiles and sticks his tongue out and blinks and squints and... Uh, has a little heads-up display on his chest to pl- uh, to tell you if he's standing on lava or standing on a goomba or if he collected a coin or collected a power-up or whatevs. And um, it's not what I expected, but that's the nice thing about Nintendo. It's why I'm such a fan. Is rarely does Nintendo do what you expect. That's not always a good thing, but rarely does it do what you expect. What it does is very often unique and creative, even if it's something you don't want. And I personally am not into this. Then again, I'm not the target audience for it. I'm not young, and I'm not a big fan of Lego bricks. I was a Lincoln Logs kid. Um, But it is neat. I, I think it's pretty cool. I'm... Wondering if it's meant to be a game of any sort? Like, you build a level and there are certain rules to follow so that you can challenge your friends to get Mario through the level without dying or collecting um, as many coins as he can, things like that. Or if it's just, here is a plastic brick set, now you can play like you're playing a video game. Which seems kind of odd to me. I'd, I would just assume play the video game. I mean, I assume these sets are going to be more expensive than I personally think they should be. Um, the Mario figurine, I imagine, is probably going to be sold by itself. And looking at the commercial, I'm seeing, like, at least four or five uh, bespoke sets. Like, I would imagine a, uh, you know, Mushroom Kingdom. You know, the green grassy one is a set. The desert one is a set. The the lava one is a set. The water one is a set, if I didn't already say that. Um, you know Uh, so the way this thing seems to work is uh, my first thought was uh, uh, near field communication much like the amiibo work actually does not it seems to have a barcode scanner in Mario's butt so it seems to recognize the things that he stomps on like uh, Goombas and stuff like that uh, have little QR code esque symbols on top of them and if you watch the commercial closely, you'll see a little light kind of illuminate below uh, Mario's legs. Always always be wary when a heavenly light emits forth from someone's crotch. Not saying it's necessarily a bad thing, but still. Be wary. Um, so it looks like uh, Mario is, you know, scanning the code and to see what he's standing over, scanning the color of the plastic brick sets to see if he's standing in water or lava. And it updates the screen in his chest and the animation in his eyes. Um, it looks like Mario's head, torso, and arms are one piece and his legs and overalls are a separate piece, So, and of course the hat is shown as detachable, so I'm guessing that you can probably get different Mario outfits. Uh, so like a white overalls for Fire Mario, uh, or one with a cape or a tail for Super Mario or, uh, you know, caped Mario or Raccoon or Tanooki Mario. Uh, or maybe green overalls for Luigi. Green overalls with a red shirt. Interesting combo. So, um... Looking at the uh, back of Mario, there's an on switch and a Bluetooth switch, so it looks like whatever it connects to, probably a phone app or something, you can update Mario to scan new codes and get new unique animations for its face. Um, I read an interview with uh, one of the creatives behind uh, the Lego set, and he said It does not connect to the Nintendo Switch. So, um, if that holds true, uh, someone on Twitter was talking about, you know what, Uh, I'd really like a, you know, Traveler's Tale made uh, TT Games, you know, Uh, make a Lego Mario game. That could be super cool. And I agree, that could be super cool unless they do, unless you have to buy a bunch of these damn Lego toys in order to play the game. But they do say that it doesn't connect with the Switch, so sounds like that may not be an issue. Also, apparently the door is open for other IPs, if this sells well. So uh could, be ne- could get to see Zelda sets or uh, Metroid sets. That could be neat. Let's see what we're talking about in the chat here. Uh, Jordan says, can't wait to hear about the LEGO Mario production delayed. Well, they've never, they've not, So far as I know, there was no actual release date. So, you know, I I mean, there probably will be a delay for for some reason, but they haven't announced a release date. So, eh. Uh, Chaos would rather a Lego Mario game. Yeah, uh, personally, me too. I have no interest in the Lego toys, and the Lego games are fun. And if you look on my shelf, you'll see a bunch of Lego games. But I haven't bought any for the last few years because uh, TT Games started doing that, uh, you know, season pass crap, and I'm just like, eh. You know, they sell, uh, they they weren't selling the entire game, and I don't like that. So I I, I think the last, uh, I think LEGO The Force Awakens was like the last LEGO game I got, so four years ago, something like that. Um... Uh, chaos says I have a feeling they're going to be more expensive than most people think they should be. Yeah, uh I think they're definitely going to be more expensive than I think they should be, because I'm cheap. Um you know, I whatever you think, I think Labo was way overpriced. I think uh Ring Fit Adventure was way overpriced. Um so I imagine Lego Mario will be way overpriced, and I understand the Mario figure itself is a uh, fairly complicated piece of kit. There, I mean, it's got a program, it's got a screen, it's got a a light and a barcode reader and some type of processing and probably some memory. So, you know, but I I mean, if the Mario figurine is like sixty dollars, <laughs> you know, it's like that's that's just too much. I mean, I could be like, you know, it's it, like the figuring itself is twenty dollars. That's still too much because a single Skylanders toy typically is not that much. They're usually about uh, twelve to fifteen dollars, unless you're talking about some of the special ones like the Giants or something like that. So I would hope that the Mario figure, if it's sold by itself, is at the very least comparable to the, your typical. Uh, what the toys to life characters cost, which was generally in the range of 9.99 to 14.99, generally. There, there, it did go higher for for some uh, specific toys. So, although th- the interview did have a, a one interesting quote, he says, it, "It's not toys to life. It's life to toys." <laughs> I'm like, okay. That, oh, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Um... Uh... Duh, 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 duh. Oh, is that you, Chaos? Okay. Uh, I oftentimes have trouble uh, keeping your guys' YouTube usernames linked up with what your um uh, Twitter usernames are, because a lot of times they're different, so... Um... Jordan says one two switch still re. Oop, I got a net. One two switch still retails at GameStop for forty dollars. It is rather incredible um, that Nintendo games almost never drop in price, even when they're super old, even when they weren't really popular in the first place. Like, you know, one two switch. I don't think many people. I, I I've, I'd have to go look at the sales data, never bothered, but uh, I, I at least never got a feeling of any excitement or hype for that game. You know, uh, Animal Crossing New Horizons, uh, the anticipation for that is palpable. You can taste it. Unless you have no tongue, then maybe you could smell it or something. But, um... Uh, chaos says some will drop eventually once they do a round of nintendo selects Th- that's true sometimes 10 years later i'm I'm exaggerating uh they do have a greatest hits type of uh um branding that they do for some older games but i think they uh, they generally only drop to like uh 40 dollars um I mean I I've been in you know Targets and Walmarts and you'll see some older games like Super Mario Odyssey still retailing for 59.99 it's like cuz they can and if you could wouldn't you So <coughs> pardon me So uh Nintendo selects are 19.99 Ah are Nintendo selects new? Because the uh, price drops I've seen have uh, rarely been that low. But uh, I'll take your word for it. I wonder if Nintendo, says Jordan, asks Jordan, still does the nasty tasting cards for newer games. I, you know what? I never actually, I was, I took everyone's word that the that the, uh, the Switch cartridges taste bad. I never actually tried it myself even though I do have a couple Switch games. Um, hello, Suzanne! Um, Chaos says, my local Walmart has Mario Odyssey for 50 ah, okay. Nice, nice of it to drop 10 bucks in two and a half years. That's that's one nice thing about um, other consoles, is even the, the, the biggest A games drop pretty quickly. Like, Most of them are down to $20, like a year, year and a half later. Hell, a lot of times a year, year and a half later, there's the Game of the Year edition, or Gold edition, or Complete edition, or whatever. That's the base game, all of the DLC, and all that good stuff, for like $40, which is $20 cheaper than they sold it for in the the base game in the first place. Do it, Andrew, taste that plastic? No. It's like, hey man, you know, it really hurts when you drive a railroad spike through the flesh of your hand. Okay, I'll take your word for it. No man, do it. No. <laughs> um, Nintendo selects have been around since the Wii days. I believe that's accurate. I know it's the, at the very least Wii U, but yeah, I, I think Wii. Um, I don't. I don't recall a specific. Nintendo selects or p- greatest hits or whatever branding for GameCube so that sounds right. Uh, what's the current topic? Uh, Lego Mario. Hi Skrungle. Um, Nintendo, yeah. Nintendo in general but it's uh, talking about Lego Mario. Uh, which to recap is neat. It's certainly creative. It's It's inventive. It's probably not exactly what anyone was expecting. It's probably going to be overpriced to me and I don't want one which doesn't mean it shouldn't exist it means I personally don't plan on getting it because it's targeting I think you know the age range is 6 plus which means 6 years old and everyone older but eh, you know it's for it's generally aimed at younger kids and I'm not big into Legos so it's not targeting me I think it's cool I think I hope everyone who wants one gets one and enjoys it, but, yeah, you know, not for me. Um... Player's choice on GameCube, okay. Hmm. Do I have any? I'm looking at all my games. It, it, generally, when I want a game, I go get a game. Um... I don't know if I have any actual Greatest Hits games. Um. I'd, actually I do for I think Playstation 3 um because I was late to the Playstation party um uh Skrungle says since we're all uh, sh- shut down due to the uh, covid pandemic we c- I can finally get around to playing games I never got around to playing Woo! yeah um to be completely uh flip and glib about the entire pandemic thing um You know, recognizing that it's it's a horrible thing because people get sick and die, and other people are horrifically inconvenienced by it, and don't know if they're going to be able to get toilet paper, or food, or make ends meet, all that stuff. We're just going to be very self-centered and selfish for the sake of a joke to try and lighten things up. So... I'm actually totally fine with the social distancing thing because I am an introvert and I don't like people. So if you tell me, "Hey, Andrew, stay in your home, stay away from people." I'm like, <laughs> "Okay." <laughs> now I now I have an excuse to be a reclusive curmudgeon. But um and uh I mean all you all you really can do about it is recognize the gravity of the situation but poke fun at it as best he can just to try and keep everyone's spirits high like uh, we were joking around at work uh, the other day about um, how to poop because um, uh, for some reason toilet paper is what's the, the, the most commonly missing thing in supermarkets right now and it's no different here Um, I went to Vaughn's a couple nights ago to get groceries, you know, fish and eggs and potatoes and stuff. You know, the normal things we all buy at the grocery store. And I walked by the paper aisle and, man, it was empty. I think there was like one lone roll of paper towels just kind of laying on its side, wobbling back and forth on an empty shelf. And I was like, wow. Huh. Now if anyone's concerned, I, I'm I'm good on TP. I as it happens, I stocked up on T P like uh, fairly recently. So I have like eleven rolls under the uh under the counter. Uh well ten plus one on the on the roll on the thing. Um so I'm okay for a while. But uh anyway, we're at work and we're joking about this stuff and uh a friend of mine who I, or what one of my workmates anyway who I uh, house sit for, because uh, she has cats that need to be fed, um, she has a bidet. So, um, which I found out when I was cat sitting her, I was in the bathroom doing the thing and I saw this weird thing with a dial on the side and. I really should have put two and two together and immediately figured out what that was. But I'm like, what's this? And I turn the dial, and this thing shoots hard enough to strip paint. Because it just, you know, shot past my face and into the wall. I'm glad I wasn't standing in front of it or sitting on it. But, uh, yeah, if April's, uh, if April can't find toilet paper, hey, she's good. Doesn't even need to hop in the shower. She can just use the bidet. If I knew, like, a manufacturer... For bidets I'd make a joke about their stocks being high or they're making a killing now but I, I don't know who makes bidets so but it's kind of weird that toilet paper is the thing that uh, people are going for right now because um I don't know you can always wash your butt sure it's not terribly convenient but I'm honestly more concerned about food Especially because with my diet, I eat uh, uh, perishable food. I eat a lot of produce and things that go bad in a couple of days. So I'm grocery shopping like three times a week. Um, So my concern is food. Toilet paper, worse comes to worse, I run out of toilet paper and any other product that I'm willing to wipe my rear end with, I can always just hop in the shower, you know stick my arse under the faucet, and just bend over the tub, butt first. Um, but yeah, it's not like I can grow stuff in the dirt outside my apartment. Um, so, uh, let's see. Uh, but yeah, so I, uh, did I have one? Oh, so we were joking about that. Someone had mentioned, um, a duct tape. I don't know why. And I'm like, okay, well, if, if you want to wipe and wax at the same time. And we all had a good laugh over that. And I suggested, you know, there may not be any toilet paper on the shelves, but there's still plenty of bags of kitty litter. And if it's good enough for cats, it's good enough for us. Just, you know, make sure you bury it. We're all going to be pooping in litter boxes before the end of the month. Uh, let's see, what what's going on in the... Uh uh, da, 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 da. They would have. Oh, chaos is saying that yellow spines. I remember that now. You're right. I. Uh, no, that's not a yellow. That's just. I think Lego Star Wars or something like that just happens to have a yellow spine. So I don't actually have any. Um, let's see. Uh, Suzanne says our court shut down till April. Uh, introverts uh, have a legit excuse. Yes. Uh, Chaos says, I've been social distancing for decades, I hear ya. Um, Skrungle says, Normies, how are we going to stay inside 24-7? I don't know, we manage. Um, laughing and introvertness. yeah. yeah. Uh, Jordan says... Uh, I find supplies hoarding funny. If it all blows over, you've got a ton of supplies for no reason. If it hits the fan, the military will roll in and take people from their homes into a camp unable to use it. Um, I I don't know, but I get the sense that the toilet paper thing was just uh, something that started, and then someone heard, and it's like, oh, crap, there's a run on toilet paper. Well, I better go get, if it's going to be scarce, I better go get, and it just built and built and built from there um but I mean if we have to be low on something I'd prefer I'd personally prefer TP um although uh the the food is getting light and so sun- I, I was at Trader Joe's this evening and uh there were no lentils there were no chicken sausage so uh, I came up a little short in my shopping excursion this evening not happy about that but uh, still have food, so not going to starve to death. Um, what does bother me? I, I mean, I understand people's the intense, like, oh crap! I I better buy you know eighteen packages of you know eighteen twelve packs of toilet paper just to you know because I've got you know a, you know a family of you know like Zachary. He's got seven kids. He probably goes through toilet paper like nobody's business. Um, so I could understand. You know, fr- rampant stampeding for goods like that. What bothers me is people who uh, deliberately buy up toilet paper, or hand sanitizer, or whatever, specifically to scalp it. You know, preying on people's desperation and well well being in order to make a buck. That's just crappy. Don't do that. Uh. Bu- 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 bu. <laughs> this is Andrew, I'll trade you some TP for some ration cards. Yeah, start making some really sketchy uh, uh, Craigslist posts. <laughs> yeah, I'll um, I'll meet you in the back alley behind the 7-Eleven. I've got the goods. One roll of toilet paper. Um. Dee d d d Uh, Jordan says, we'll, we'll make like cavemen, go out and grab some leaves to wipe with. Uh, Suzanne says, it's going to make bidets popular in the Western world. Uh, you know, I've actually nev- I've sat on a bidet, but I've never actually used one because I'm afraid. Because as I mentioned a couple of minutes ago, I turn that thing on and that thing shoots hard enough to strip paint. I, I don't want that targeting my bum. That's, that don't sound fun. But, you know, at, you're, you're going to be clean. It may feel like a sandblaster on your bottom, but you will be clean. Um, uh, yeah, why toilet paper? Why not, as Jordan suggests, kitty nightlights? <laughs> yeah, we just can't find nightlights anywhere! Oh. Darn. So... But, yeah, certainly not convenient, uh, as most of you, uh, may or may, uh, well, I live in San Diego, and so far as I've heard, there are no, there are a very small handful, like, three suspected cases of, uh, COVID, uh, but no confirmed. Then again, uh... Testing is still very short. I think uh, last I looked, there's only been like 145 tests conducted, period. So who the hell knows? Uh, Jordan asks, uh, what is one item that if it went out of stock fast would turn your head? Um, Turn my head in a why that, uh, why that particular item kind of way, or turn my head in a, oh, I'm, I'm kind of screwed here kind of way. Um, hmm. I don't know, something weird like leaf blowers it would be like, no one can find leaf blowers anywhere! They're all gone! Someone bought up all the leaf blowers and is trying to scalp them on eBay! And now he's got a garage full of 87 leaf blowers that he can't sell cuz everyone's wondering why. Um uh let's see what something that would may uh basically uh, just generally produce um if uh the produce section is bereft of goods, that's that's going to concern me greatly. Um but I mean, you know, uh eh. I could, uh, subsist on boxed foods, you know, that processed, you know, hamburger helper or whatever. Um, I mean, we we have to just, uh, play it by ear and see what's available. I'm already having, cause I, you know, there were no lentils and no, uh, chicken sausages, so I've got to, uh, alter my food plan a little bit, um we'll see so uh, uh while we're on the subject of covid uh there are uh, a lot of cancellations of well, basically everything pretty much every movie that was going to come out this month has been delayed uh, most movies in production have been announced that they've uh, uh been you know production's been halted uh the disneyland parks are closed the zoo's closed uh Pretty much all the conventions and conferences are closed, including E3. Uh, So E3 was cancelled, and that's not until June. Uh, Or it wasn't until June, but it was cancelled, I think, earlier this week. Um. Uh. So, um... E3 has seemed to be on its last legs for years now um every year more and more companies have less and less of a presence at E3 arguably starting with Nintendo dropping out of the uh main press conferences and going full digital presentation back in what 2013 something like that um EA has its own state-of-play event that it does nearby. Microsoft still does a big conference, but it does a thing uh, nearby. Uh, Sony, I think, was out last year and announced before they canceled was out this year. Um, Nintendo still does a st- uh, presence on the show floor, but um, uh, ESA, the the, the uh, entertainment uh, electron- uh Entertainment software association um mainly the biggest deal i think is they they've just kind of been mismanaging it a lot I and mean, it didn't help last year they doxed all the, the a bunch of the attendees um, boy so um a lot of people are speculating is e3 even going to are they going to bother with it in 2021? Uh, you know the, the odds aren't terrible the odds are not non-zero uh, because with all publishers having to go digital or go do it themselves this year if they find that it's a much easier and cheaper proposition um, you know they, they get just as much bang or maybe not as much bang but an acceptable amount less bang For far less dollars if enough companies are like wow, you know what why spend the time expense going to E3 if we can reach nearly as many people and have just as much exposure on our own terms without going so this could be the end of E3, or at the very least, the end of E3 as we know it. Now, E3, uh, ESA has been trying a couple of years ago, 2016, 17, somewhere around there, uh, they started admitting the public. Um, which, I mean, I understand why they did that, but it does make it very difficult for journalists to do their damn jobs. Um, I was at E3 in, um, 2006, so the, uh, the 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 year that Nintendo debuted the Wii. A good year to go. Um, and it was hard enough doing my job just with other journalists there. I can't imagine trying to work E3 with actual uh, just non-industry people there. Um, but the problem is, is E3 was never set up to be a for-the-public show. So I would imagine a lot of... People who bought tickets and went were a little underwhelmed because it's not set up for them. There's not a ton, there are some, but there's not a ton of shows. There's not a you know the, the 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 a lot of the demos you've seen before. A lot of the games there are games that now there there is new stuff, but a lot of the games you will actually find at E3 walking the show floor is stuff that's been out for a while because it's an industry's trade show. A lot of developers are there with the wares that they have trying to get a publisher, or get coverage, or sell them to someone else. So, being there as just a fan of video games, you're like... I have this! Why, Why am I even here? So, if ESA keeps E3 next year, Uh, So I think it's going to depend very heavily on... uh, Why am I counting from this side? I don't know. It's going to depend very heavily on uh, how the various publishers react to having to do it themselves, and how much ESA is willing to change the format of the show, and how much uh, publishers are willing to play ball. Because you can't have an E3 without any of the publishers or developers there to hawk their wares. So let's let's see what we're um, talking about in the chat here. Uh, Suzanne says I wish my school would cancel for a bit. Uh, s- most of the schools around me are out for, depending on exactly where they are, one week to five weeks. I think. Um, uh, Skrungle says I'm out of a job. No major events means no use for security and I can't buy games without a paycheck. Yeah, I hear you, man. Uh, France had the Smurf rally. remember that. Uh, Jordan says, um... <laughs> In a sea of people at Walmart stock- stocking carts to the brim, I bought soda and a copy of Man of Steel on Blu-ray. There you go. Uh... Chaos says canceling E3 may ultimately be the right call, but canceling it right now seems like it may be a little premature. I, you know, honestly, I, I I'm gonna disagree with that. I I think canceling it, uh, uh when 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 is it June? Yeah, three months out. June, right? Yeah, I think it was like June 19th or something. So canceling it three months out, I think is was the right move because. That at least helps people, uh, both attendees and uh, presenters, make other plans. Um, you get, Because if they canceled it in like early June, a lot of people would have already sunk a ton of money in going. And I imagine a lot of people already have, but it's not going to be as much money or as widespread or bad as it would be closer to the show. So I think... I think calling it now, giving people a lot of lead time, it's like, okay, we're not going to do the show this year, allows uh, especially presenters to save a lot of money and also figure out what they're going to do instead. Um, And I have to say, as a pain in the butt as E3 can be, you know, it's been around for over 20 years. I'll still miss it. Even though as a person who consumes E3 by sitting in front of a computer and reading all the news, E3 is going to be pretty much exactly the same as it would be any other year. Nintendo, Microsoft, and Sony will all have some type of digital event. Uh, They will, you know, all the major... so will Devolver Digital. Um, And there will be a bunch of trailers and all kinds of cool stuff. Because there's lead times, the uh, companies might end up either sending uh, demos, or builds, or preview stuffs to, uh for um, uh, press to uh, check out so that we can actually have some hands-on previews. Um, I don't think from the casual consumer standpoint E3 is going to be that different in terms of getting information about new neat video games. But it's still, you know, it's, it's as obnoxious as it is. E3's a fun tradition. So, um, for better, you know, even if it's for the better, kind of sad to see it go. At least this year. Could be back next year. Same form, new form. Who knows? Uh, you know, I'm a, a Nintendo fanboy, uh, even though I hate the Switch. Um, but, you know, I love Nintendo's digital, uh, direct thing, which they can do whenever they want. And, uh, I've, I've loved the Treehouse Live thing, which they could just do at NOA. They don't need to do in California at the LA Convention Center. They could probably do it much more easily. In fact, they don't even have to do it live. They could pre-tape the entire thing. So, also, I think, uh... I think we'll get better shows out of um, out of this because the live press conferences are often insufferable. You know, uh, with, with Microsoft and EA being um, and and Sony not doing these stupidly elaborate stage shows, they can just do really nicely controlled, edited, tightly knit digital presentations and we'll get away from stuff like hopefully get away from stuff like really awkward presenters who are not good in front of a crowd but even if they do end up putting those people as the hosts we should at least be able to get around pausing for applause that never comes because they're, they're they're reading their teleprompter. And we here at Sony, Microsoft, EA, whoever, are happy to announce that we just changed our handle on Twitter. Yeah. It's like, oh my God, no one's clapping. Just keep reading. And you have to wonder, it's like, is the person operating the teleprompter just being a jerk and not scrolling forward? <laughs> or are they really, or does the teleprompter, and what what I think it happens is the, the teleprompter probably says parentheses, pause for applause, and they will pause whether there's applause or not. So hopefully we avoid that. Hopefully we avoid uh, obnoxious audiences, because I don't need cheering and laughter and clapping over the trailers. Hopefully we can avoid the camera cutting away from the direct feed footage of the game, which is why I'm watching the conference. I don't care about the jackasses in the the audience. I want to watch the trailer. Stop cutting away. Stupid camera director. So, uh, yeah, could be a good thing. Let's see. Uh bu- 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 bu. Jordan says back in the day in the infancy of things, uh, E3 was press only investors and developers. Uh, maybe we should do that again. They might not be able to make enough money doing that. so they they may it, it may just be a financial thing. They, they may have to have some type of uh, public event to make it uh, affordable. But I don't know. I don't, uh... I'm not the ESA's accountant, so... Who the heck knows? But, um... If you... I do believe that if you are going to do a public event, you need to restructure exactly how you do the event. Because, as, you know, I said, and as Jordan pointed out in the chat, it was not originally meant to be a public event. So... You can't just take an industry trade show meant for industry people and let the public in and expect it to work. Because it won't. Not well, at least. Uh, let's see. Uh, Chaos says, this year for E3, all companies that would have uh, attended should just do direct-style presentations and have all demos that would have been on the floor on their respective storefronts, eShop, PSN, etc. Yeah, I've I've often advocated, like, how neat would it be if... um. You know, the demos they had on the show floor were available for us to play, you know, even for just the three days or whatever of E3. I think the reason they don't do that is data miners, maybe. Google Stadia will save us! <laughs> That's right, all of the E3 demos are available, but you can only play them via Google Stadia. Google, are you listening? This may be your only hope. Hey, hey, y'all remember Google Stadia? Actually a thing, it did release uh, last November or December or something. It's it's a thing, it exists, you could go buy it. You're not going to, no one is, but you could. <laughs> uh, Google Stadia, that's funny. Uh, let's see, uh, Suzanne says I think they should do what, uh, PlayStation Home did. You make an avatar and attend a digital showroom and play demos that way. There you go. Uh, opening E3 to public was a mistake. Did I ever get any, Ask Jordan, uh, of the Nintendo VHS tapes that marketed new games and consoles as a kid? Yes, uh, I remember specifically the, uh, Donkey Kong Country one, which I probably still have. Um... Uh I remember I remember watching that one a couple of times and it's a it's the, the the production isn't great it it's very we're trying to sell you something but I mean yeah of course they are but yeah I I did I think that one specifically came through Nintendo Power um but yeah uh yeah I that that's the one I, I recall off the top of my head uh Let's see. Uh, Ubisoft, Kaz uh, says, comes to mind on Insufferable. Uh, for me, um, it's EA, mainly because um, I don't care for uh, video game sports, and the whole EA sports block of the, the presentation for me is just mind-numbingly boring um also also uh, other games other genres of video game that I don't care for racing games and EA had like some car racing games and that bores a snot out of me too so but yeah you UB has had uh, although what what's her name Aisha Taylor Tyler something like that uh, she was a fun host back when she was doing it um Some of Ubisoft's games are cool, and it's kind of a mixed bag. I think Ubisoft has the potential to do some really cool stuff, but I think a lot of times they get lost in their Ubisoft open world um, because the games are kind of samey. Not poorly made or anything, but all the the games, especially the big open world ones, like the... Assassin's Creed and Far Cry ones are, are, they're very samey. At least they, I, I don't play them, but uh, they, they look like kind of the same game with different coats of paint. But occasionally you get neat stuff like, um, uh, you know, uh, the, the Raving Rabbids and Mario XCOM game. Um... I hope Beyond Good and Evil 2 is going to be good. I sadly have no faith in that because I've not enjoyed really anything I've seen of the game. (laughs) Granted, they haven't really shown that much, but what they talk about sounds like a game I'm not interested in, which makes me very sad because I love the original uh, Beyond Good and Evil. That was a hell of a year for Ubisoft that year. Uh, They had uh, Beyond Good and Evil, Prince of Persia, both super good games. And... um, the Sands of Time, and uh, Splinter Cell. I think came out the same year. That was a hell of a year for them. Um, let's see. D D D. Jordan says I thought Google Plus was a dumb idea. Yeah. Uh, Scrungle says that Reggie became part of a GameStop. It's the start of GameStop being good again. You never know. Um. I purposefully avoid GameStop because I can't stand going to GameStop. Um, And all due respect to people who work there, it's absolutely not the fault of the people who work there. You're all lovely people. Except you, Gary. Um, The reason I don't go to GameStop is because the uh, corporate mandates make uh, that exist make it an unpleasant shopping experience for me and for many other gamers a lot of people have the same uh, same uh, uh, critiques in that they gut their that's the big one for me is they gut their games and that's that's like me buying a new car that you just drive to work every day until someone buys it well it's not a new car is it you know you don't don't gut games don't do that you know, there, there's literally, literally zero reason to do that. Um, and we know this to be true because GameStop's, as far as I know, the only major uh, game retailer of video games that does that. Everyone else has figured out how not to do that. Come on, GameStop. Also, I don't like being harassed at the register. For, you know, the, the GameStop Kids Club, or a magazine, or a subscription, or a, or a credit card. It's like, just let me buy the goddamn game. And I know it's not the, uh, the clerk's fault. They have to do that. I'm not blaming them. I don't have a problem with them at all. And it's probably not even the managers of the store. It's, you know, corporate breathing down their necks. Making things absolutely impossible. I also uh, have a problem with the way they do used games, and also stop putting stickers all over everything, especially if you're going to use like NASA-grade glue. If if removing the stickers destroys the case, then you, your stickers are bad. You know what's even worse? No, it's like, if you wouldn't gut your games, this wouldn't be a problem, because you put as many stickers on the damn cellophane as you want, to take the cellophane off, and all the stickers come with it. But no, not only does GameStop put them right on the, right on the, uh, you know, the, uh, the, the plastic of the game case, this stuff right here, they will actually put the stickers right on the damn insert, right on the paper insert. And you, you you can tell how vexed this gets me. Um, by the way, uh, uh, video game Fashion Police for 2B from Nier Automata. Uh, I hope to have it done by tomorrow, but it's a lot of editing, I don't know. Um, it's why the game is sitting here, because I was capturing footage earlier today. Um, great game, by the way, if you haven't played it. Uh, Really, it, it, the video is like 22 minutes long, and I don't know if I want to spend the time editing it down to like 10 or 12, or if I just want to keep it at that length. I, I'm I'm kind of undecided so far. Don't know. Uh, anyway, uh, don't like GameStop. I avoid it. The only time I shop at GameStop is if I can't get the game anywhere else. So Reggie, Mr. Fizamay. If you can make shopping at GameStop a pleasant experience then two thumbs up to you, sir. So, good luck in your new position. Um, Let's see. Uh, Chaos says uh, Beyond Good and Evil 2 will be a train wreck. (sighs) I really hope not, but nothing I've seen so far. Um... Mainly along the way Ubisoft presents and talks about it is giving me any confidence, but uh, eh, we'll see. Jordan says, I went to GameStop a week ago. Pretty sure the employee said pre-order like 10 times within a few sentences, yeah. Did you pre-order the game? No, because if I did, the first things out of my mouth when I got to the counter would be, hey, I'm here to pick up my pre-order for... Resident Evil 3. You know? I wouldn't be saying, hey, could you get me a copy of Resident Evil 3? You know, later in April or whenever it comes out. Uh, uh, bu- 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 bum. Chaos says, I'm a frequent enough customer that I'm a first name basis with everyone and they know not to ask me. That's good. Um. Cass says they're not supposed to put them on the cover art. Good, because that ruins the game. I, I will not buy, if the game is open, I will not buy it, so. Um, but, uh, you know, maybe I want to buy used games. And okay, put a used sticker on it, but good gracious golly almighty, you don't need to actually put it directly on the paper insert. There's literally no way to get those off without ruining the. Now I know some, some, maybe even most gamers genuinely don't care. Like they open their game and they take the disc out and they just throw the 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 the, the case away. Well, that's not me. That's not me. Uh let's see. Uh, buh, 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 buh. chaos is the always online stipulation killed bG and e2 for me yeah it it's kind of sound uh, I mean I hope it's just not a cluster like you know fallout 76 <laughs> you know because that's that's it sounds like that's kind of what they might be going for just this really big empty universe that everyone's just wandering around in and you make your own fun uh. <laughs> But, again, they really have not showed much of the game. And I get the sense they're still trying to figure out what the game actually is. So, mm, we'll see. Uh, let's see. So, uh, another interesting uh, consequence of um, movies halting productions, theaters uh, halting... Uh, uh, movies not coming out, especially the the uh, March releases, is um, I wonder how much of a negative effect this will have on the theater industry. Because Disney, for example, could totally just say, You know what? We're going to launch Black Widow on Disney+, Plus instead of the theaters, because no one's going to the theater right now. And they do that, and they quintuple their subscriptions, and they're like, Hell, from now on... All movies premiere on Disney Plus! Unless theaters give us even more money, and then maybe we'll think about allowing you to screen one of our movies maybe a couple of weeks after it debuts on Disney Plus. Disney could definitely get away with that. But you wonder if uh, other companies that, you know, the ones that don't have their own streaming services are thinking about making deals with other streaming services you know, Netflix, Amazon Prime, Hulu, Disney Plus whatever um, and, and saying hey this is actually easier and more profitable for us than bothering with theaters. Could COVID kill the movie theater? Could definitely hurt it. Be interesting to see what happens. And I hate how, you know, flippant, uh, you know, will be interesting to see what happens with something that's negatively affecting so many lives. Um, Damn. Scrungle says, Out of principle, I try my best not to fund Disney. Good luck with that. Uh, So there have been some interesting things uh, going on to that some companies have been doing to try and make more money while simultaneously making lives... uh, I'll put that the other way... Uh, making lives a little bit better while simultaneously making money. Um, I think uh, AT&T and Comcast removed uh, bandwidth caps. Because, you know, the idea being a lot of people are stuck at home and they're going to need to use the internet to work, to school, and all that, so uh, AT&T and Comcast, I think I have the right companies, uh, basically just removed all their caps for the time being. Which shows that they weren't necessary in the first place, were they folks? No. No they weren't. The only reason they had those data caps is to price gouge. There was no technical reason for them and this proves it, because they can remove them whenever they want. And it's nice that they did. I heard that there was a... Uh, oh, Disney uh, release uh, Frozen 2 today or something like that. It wasn't supposed to come out for a while. Uh, same thing with Star Wars. So they're like, hey, watch stuff on our service that you have to pay for. Um, there's a... Uh, I heard, I don't know if this is true, but I heard that there is a porn site that is like, we're, you know, our videos are now free for the month. So since you're stuck at home with nothing to do, lots of stuff to look at on our site. Oh, Jordan, that's a good point. What about Ghostbusters Afterlife? Is that still coming out July 10th? Uh, hard hard to say. I mean, filming has wrapped on that, so... Uh, it depends on... Uh, how far along uh, post-production is and if because uh, a lot of uh you know post-production can be done remotely might delay it but um most of the movies I've seen get delayed are movies that were coming out in the next month uh or movies that are currently in production uh th- Disney, for example, just announced that it's uh, Shang-Chi and some of its uh, Disney Plus shows that are currently filming have been suspended for the time being. So, um, yeah. You know, human lives are important. You know, keep everyone safe, even if it inconveniences me and my little wants. You know, I can, I can wait a, a few extra months or whatever for my Ghostbusters movie. It's okay keep everyone safe and healthy so that's our show this week our show, my show, it's it, it's a community show, it's all our show because I fill a lot of the content by reading what you're saying, so it's our show, yes, what a lovely show we have so hope you're all having a lovely week um, yeah, say, stay safe, stay healthy uh, wash your butts And I'll see you back here next week. Take care, everyone. Bye-bye.